It's the festive time here and I have a great news for you all today but first keeping the long story short I want to quickly talk about a few heads that are listed for the day Welcome all to Is Pharmacology Difficult podcast I'm your host Dr Radhika Vijay MBBS MD Pharmacology and this is the audio hub to get the best simplified basic tips strategies methods and lots of ideas to learn better understand better and make your concepts crystal clear if you really find and if there's a question hovering in your minds is pharmacology difficult lend me your ears for a while and let in the magic of knowledge well the first head on my list is the enzyme linked transmembrane receptors we know that the peptide hormones they comprise of ligand binding sites which are quite big in size and they are further connected through one helical chain peptide running transmembrane and they are connected inside to enzymatic domain now this enzymatic domain it is present inside the cell that is intracellularly most of the time enzymatic content is protein kinase and sometimes it can be guanylylcyclase which we will talk later on so let's focus on the protein kinase moiety it phosphorylates the tyrosine residues or tyrosine paths and they are also famously known as the receptor tyrosine kinases for the same reason and this can be very famously abbreviated as capital RTK receptor tyrosine kinases now for these some good to know examples they are insulin and various growth factors for nerves and skin they all contribute to the concept of anti cancer agents focusing and elaborating the mechanism the kinase is the active moiety in case of the unliganded receptor forms in the case of the liganded receptor forms there is a separate story in case of unliganded receptor forms the kinase is the active moiety so how does it goes on see just imagine the hormone is attaching the receptor molecules they dimerize and they lead to the alteration of the configuration in such a way that the kinases which are activated they help in the autophosphorylation of the tyrosine residues or the paths and this all in all it enhances the binding capacity or the affinity to the protein substrates now these protein substrates which are binded upon these receptors they possess capital sh2 that is sulfhydryl bonds and then the tyrosine residues they are released this vicious circle this cycle it goes on and on that is how the mechanism takes place now this structure processing is attained by many substrates and ligands so we can say that this receptor tyrosine kinases that is capital rtks they are in fact regularizing monitoring and making happening a large number of cell functions cell differentiation reactions growth etc 
now there are in small quantity or in minority there are few enzymes like protein lipase c gamma they are also generating the second messengers like ip3 and dag now these second messengers when they are generated they further help in the formation of the cascade of reactions that lead to the final response so this is the whole mechanism and due to these enzyme linked transmembrane receptors they take for the response generation the time taken is from few minutes to few hours and it all depends on the binding process metabolism second messenger generation etc now one remarkable feature i want to talk about as a result of this dimer formation i told you there is a dimer formation the receptor links to another receptor so dimer of the receptor is formed now because of this dimerization they are internalized they go into the internal part and what is the result of this internalization of the dimer of the receptors is that the down regulation process of the receptors the receptors they are down regulated i in further episodes i will be talking about the super sensitivity down regulation up regulation these are all very famous terms and you need to understand all these things so in detail i'll be covering very soon but for the timing let's limit our talk to this particular term only the down regulation process of the receptor occurs and that is speeded up that is it occurs very quickly and why is it occurring because of the mutations and the gene changes that are affecting and occurring and all these type of mechanisms or processes are actual the cause of different type of malignancies or cancers i hope you understood that was a little quick so i just explain in a little slow format what happens dimer formation occurs internalization of the receptor occurs then the receptor down regulation process is enhanced which is actually one of the causes of or basic mechanisms of the malignancies or the cancers that are occurring in the body and gene mutations are also taking place now one more thing i want to talk about is about the cyclic gmp that is the second messenger if in case of protein kinase the enzyme domain consists of the guanylyl cyclase that is capital gc then the cgmp is the second messenger and not camp okay so one very good example for this particular type of mechanism that is through the generation of cgmp is in case of the atrial natriuretic peptide that is capital anp got it now that was quite simple nothing very complicated about it let's move on further now next on my list jack stat binding transmembrane receptors now they are also having a similar mechanism but there are few differences few similarities and let's throw some light upon all these things unlike receptor tyrosine kinases here the catalytic domain in case of the jack stat binding transmembrane receptors is that there is no catalytic domain it is absent there's nothing like that okay now though there are so many similarities what are the similarities dimerization is occurring of the receptors that is induced by the ligand binding and then there is changes in the configuration 
So these are all similarities to the receptor tyrosine kinases. Further what happens, let's get to know. Now the tyrosine protein kinase in this particular type of receptor is known as the Janus kinase. J-A-N-U-S, Janus kinase and that is abbreviated as JAK, J-A-K, capital J-A-K. That is found in the cytoplasm. Now once activated, this J-A-K, JAK, it promotes and phosphorylates tyrosine residues and then these, these receptors, they are binding to the free proteins. The free proteins present, they are signal transducer and activators of transcription. Long term, right? So, we have a good abbreviation for that. I repeat, signal transducer and activator of transcription. So it can be very famously abbreviated as STAT, capital STAT, STAT. So let's quickly repeat the whole thing. What is happening is activation occurs. The jack is promoting the phosphorylation of the tyrosine residues and they are further binding to free proteins like STAT. Then the STAT is also phosphorylated. Okay. Once the STAT is phosphorylated, it also dimerizes. After the dimerization, the STAT is entering into the nucleus and then what happens? Yes, gene transcription is taking place. The effector mechanism, it is induced and that is leading to the generation of the desired response in this particular case. Got it? So, that is quite simple. The process is quite similar to receptor tyrosine kinases though there are two things happening. First of all, the most important feature, there is no catalytic domain. Secondly, dimerization is occurring, then alteration in the configuration is occurring, then the tyrosine protein is Janus kinase. It promotes and phosphorylated tyrosine residues. They further bind to the free proteins like STAT. Then STAT is again phosphorylated, it dimerizes, it enters into the nucleus, then it promotes the gene transcription. And desired effector pathways induced responses are produced what are the examples that are taking or adopting this mechanism that is growth hormones prolactin they are some of the few examples famous examples that are acting via such mechanisms or acting via such receptors okay now moving on i want to comment lastly upon certain cytoplasmic or nuclear receptors which are actually water soluble in nature and they are stimulated or inhibited by chemical messages via the messengers that is the last head on my list for the day now these uh, cytoplasmic or nuclear receptors they are actually very very specific in action they have attached protein moieties which uh, are the heat shock proteins now, heat shock proteins, they are famously abbreviated as capital HSP. So, in this particular case, let's take an example of HSP90 protein. Now, that is attached. It alters the configuration in such a way that the further attachment to the DNA, deoxyribonucleic acid, it does not occur. I repeat, due to the attachment, prior attachment to HSP90, Further attachment to DNA is prohibited. Got it? That was simple. Now, but this state, it is made inactive. Yes. How does it happen? 
the hormone binds to the receptor hsp90 is released yes it goes away then dimer is formed again there is dimerization of the two receptors the functional active state occurs further what happens once the dimerization occurs due to the hormone attachment then this whole complex it can bind to co-activators co-repressors they modify the effect accordingly and influence the gene functions now this complete complex or this complete unit what it is comprising of it is comprising of the hormone binding then dimerization of the receptors their attachment to the co-activators co-repressors so whole of this complete complex or unit it binds to dna there is no hsp90 here in this complex so there is no prohibition it can easily bind to dna and this whole can be called as the hormone response elements they are either stimulated or depressed and further they are affecting the specific mrna sequence and accordingly the protein synthesis is directed see that was a chain of reactions though it is very simple but you have to remember some things in normal state the dna binding is prohibited due to the binding of the hsp90 once the hormone is binding then the hsp90 is released the dimerization of the receptor occurs then it further binds to co-activators co-repressors this whole complex it can bind to the dna very easily once it's bind to the dna they are the hormone response elements they are either stimulating or depressing the mrna sequence and further protein synthesis is directed now this route you know this route is adopted by what which hormones which drugs they act or which ligands they act by this route the most importantly they are corticosteroids like glucocorticoids mineral corticoids vitamin a vitamin d thyroxine all act and adopt this type of route to affect the gene transcription now uh, one more comment about the chimeric receptors what do you understand by chimeric receptors they are those which in one way respond to one hormone but express their effect on the other hormone are you getting that chimeric chimeric that is a hybrid term chimeric whenever i read chimeric whenever i talk chimeric there's something mixed that is it is not simple it is not one directional there is something mixed going on there and here also chimeric receptors are known as chimeric receptors because they are responding to one hormone but they are finally expressing effects of other hormone so there's some mixture not straight away that is why they're known as chimeric got it now that's all folks for the day now the great news i want to convey it's the i know it's very hectic routine everybody's having a festive time around you might be hearing this episode today or later on according to your ease and convenience that's okay but uh, i want to tell you that season one is about to complete yet it's not yet completed okay that's one thing it's not yet completed it's about to complete i'm gonna wind it up and i'm gonna head up on to season two very soon i don't know whether i'll be able to complete 100 episodes in season one i don't think so so it's okay that's that's perfectly fine i will be completing in some 90s or something like that maybe 90 maybe around 91 92 whatever it gonna be i don't know the number 
that's not the point of talk today. What I want to tell you is the most important thing. Season 1 is about to complete, but, 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 the book for the season 1, the my gift to you all for this festive day and especially make an announcement on my podcast today, it's Diwali here and what I have a gift for you all of the book of season 1 is out. Yes, it's out on Amazon, ebook, paperback, hardcover, whatever you want. That is out on Amazon and you can really get a copy of yours. Now, this is a special effort for those who are really bookworms and are really interested in reading a lot. Yes, I'm also one of those people. I love reading and I know you all reading a lot. The links will be given in the show notes so you can follow them. And the best way, the simplest way is to get an ebook. Furthermore, you can get your paperback copy. You can get your hardcover copy as you wish for all the updates and latest episodes of my podcast do visit www.isfarmacologydifficult.com where you can also subscribe for my e-newsletter it contains a lot of updates about medical sciences drug information updates and my podcast updates also and yes an author section will be added too you can follow me on different social media handles like twitter insta facebook and linkedin they all are with the same name is pharmacology difficult if you are listening for the first time do subscribe and follow whatever platform you are consuming this episode stay tuned do rate and review on itunes apple podcast stay safe stay happy stay enlightened thank you and a very happy diwali to you all